welcome to another edition of 15 Minutes of 15 West. I'm very excited to be joined by Jeremy Small, who is the owner and CEO of Jameson Legal. Um, welcome, Jeremy. Hi, Lisa. Thanks very much for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. No worries. So, Je Jeremy, would you mind just telling people a little bit about Jameson um, and what you guys are doing and, and some of the exciting stuff that you've been doing over the last six months? Yeah, sure. So um, Jameson Legal um, is a specialist in the legal and compliance space um, internationally. Uh, we've been going uh, about 11 years now and so far we're up to about 25 consultants. Um, our main office is in London but we also have um, presences uh, on the ground in Abu Dhabi, Singapore and Hong Kong. Um, so we operate mainly with international law firms and companies, financial institutions across the world to place lawyers and, and compliance consultants. Um, we've recently opened a new office in Singapore, uh, which is exciting for us. Uh, we have, thank you. Um, we have a strong Asian client base and we've always done a lot of work in that market. We have a Hong Kong office, so Singapore is, was a natural fit. Um, we've been lucky enough to get some some very senior um, in-house focused consultants there and we also cover private practice through, uh, through myself and other consultants as well. Okay. Great. You yeah. spent a lot of time in Asia, didn't you? That's right, yeah. So um, previously, I mean my background, I was a lawyer in London before and then moved out to Asia. Uh, my wife's actually from Singapore, so that's the sort of reason why I moved Mm -hmm. and fell into legal recruitment at the time and it was it was this was sort of 2004 2005 a long way mm -hmm. and uh, it was a fortunate time because a lot of international law firms and companies were globalizing so you know it was the right place right time for Asia and and, and then also the Middle East market was up and coming so uh, spent a lot of time focusing on that uh, so actually, when, when we started Jameson Legal, it was sort of coming back from Asia into London uh, after the financial crisis. And I suddenly realised how difficult the London market is in comparison. Um, but yeah, essentially, we built up London, but have always had that international outreach and, and we focus a lot on that. Um, and I suppose the mantra is that we want to ensure that our candidates have, you know, the best opportunities, whether they be in London or internationally. And we also follow our clients, so our clients are constantly growing and, and uh, you know, moving into new markets, so we, we try and uh, work with them on those as well. Amazing, amazing. And obviously 2020 was uh, an interesting year for everybody, and obviously as a, as a business owner you will have felt it more, more than others, but was there anything sort of that you saw um, in terms of the things that happened in the market last year in terms of legal recruitment in particular, like how did people fare? Yeah, no, it's an interesting year, definitely uh, could be described as that. Um, I think that, I mean, when, when the pandemic first hit and uh, we went into the first lockdown, and that was probably the worst period in terms of um, the effect on, on recruitment companies from what I saw because <laughs> clients panicked a bit and processes were put on hold, offers were pulled and, you know, and also people weren't able to make moves. So... It, it really hit our pipelines. I think they went down probably like 60 or 70 percent almost overnight. Um, that on both sides of private practice and in-house, did you see equally? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. It wasn't much of a difference um, that that we noticed. Um, so we went into survival mode, I'd say. And 
we cut our costs down, we negotiated, well, negotiated, we spoke with our landlords and various other suppliers. And to be fair, you know, most people were quite accommodating and gave, gave some, some, some discounts, etc. And we yeah. also with the whole team and said to them, look, um, this, this is how we see things fair in the next year, very uncertain, be a very difficult time. And we put it out there that if, if we all took a 20% pay cut, then this would mean we wouldn't have to make any redundancies and would go along with the plan of reducing our costs. So we went into that, that mode and, and, and we were fortunate everyone was on board with it and uh, mm. um, that was great. And essentially we we got through the year, I would say, better than we might have anticipated. So we only furloughed three people um, uh, initially and then a furlough later on. Um, but it, we, you know, the work picked up relatively quickly as law firms grips with the situation, and, um, and and because we're you know we're covered in many different markets, that was always the plan that were there to be a, a recession one, we'd be able to pivot to another. Yeah. Did you see like the Asia market obviously coming back quicker than London, and what's been the dynamic? Well, I mean, unfortunately, with a pandemic, it sort of hit almost everywhere at the same time. So my plan, uh, there, was a, there was a fatal flaw in my plan. But mm. we have seen, I think because we're in legal uh, recruitment and search, um, lawyers are involved in everything. They're pervasive in everything. So before long, it was clear that, you know, there was still a, a strong need for lawyers in various areas. And those areas where there was a need started to pick up slowly. Um, and then more quickly, and, and, and then that's led into, into 2021. Um, but we were fortunate as well throughout the year uh, that we actually made a number of hires. We, 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 we were quite strong financially because we'd had some good quarters in advance of, of the pandemic coming through. So yeah. we felt after a while that the legal market was going to come back and was starting to come back, and there were some great people in the market. So we decided to go on the offensive and, and bring a a number of people in and, and you know have to say thanks to 15 West here because we've got a few great hires through you guys. Yeah uh, there are a lot of people displaced weren't there a lot of people who were good recruiters that had just sort of you know unfortunately fallen foul of the pandemic and you know in the wrong place at the wrong time and but actually just you know so we yeah it's good to be able to give those people a good home. <laughs> absolutely and uh, you know we, we're talking May, June, July of last year when things were in the depths but I um, it, it seemed, you know, from liaising with you, that there were there were still um, buyers in the market who could see beyond what was happening, and that there were good people in the market who, for one reason or another, had been in the wrong place, wrong time, or last person in, first person out, that sort yeah. of scenario. Yeah. So, of, I mean, I think in total we made about six hires um, from from the start of the pandemic to the start of this year, and they've all worked out. I mean, and some of them have been fantastic. So. Um, you know, that's been one, I guess, one benefit that we've right. managed to uh, to get from the, the bad times that we've had. Um, yeah, it's also in your credit, you've managed to onboard them really, really well. That's obviously the biggest challenge, and that's one of the fears that quite a lot of clients that we had, you know, were, you know, how do we onboard these people? But when you're dealing with experienced people, it's actually, and you've got, you had a really great onboarding process, and, you know, that's to your credit. Um, everyone, you know, felt really, you know, I think to this day, you know, they still haven't met everybody in the, in the business, and um, but they just feel like part of, part of the, you know, part of the team, part of the infrastructure, and and it was it was almost seamless. Like so, yeah, that's obviously a massive important part of the process. Yeah, no, thanks for that. I mean, it's it's been a bit of luck, really, that 
we've actually had experience of having people working remotely for some time because we've had people working out you know in Abu Dhabi or Hong Kong or whatever um, and also people in the UK who've worked remotely our admin teams all pretty much work remotely and we've, had, we've accommodated some consultants you know for their family situations or what have you so everyone's already had their laptop and can work flexibly to some extent um, so we, we were fortunate that it, that it wasn't too difficult. And then bringing people in, we found that people adapted really quickly. And although it was a bit of a strange circumstance, it was very, very easy to sort of bring people in, train them up, and get them as part of the team. And yeah, so that that's actually changed my mindset quite a bit because I used to be someone that commuted into London five days a week like to be in with a team and we have some level of flexibility but now we're a much more flexible organization and even when we have the chance to go back you know full time what, what, what we're going to do is have people going back two days a week uh, into the office just so we have that circulation of the team um, and if people want to they could go back a, you know more than that but that's the idea and and myself i don't want to commute in five days a week anymore i don't think it's necessary no, that's amazing. It's one good thing that's come out of this. Yeah, working patterns have changed. So, I guess from from your point of view, in 2021, what are you seeing in in legal in terms of the biggest sort of trends coming into 2021? Yeah, well, 2021 has definitely changed in terms of the market for recruiters. Uh, everyone seems to be hiring now, and uh, I would say the legal market itself is is very buoyant. And everything is, is coming back strongly all around the world. Um, so there's a strong demand for consultants. Um, we are certainly not seeing the quality or number of candidates that we would have seen last year. But um, what, I, what I would say is I, I, I think that this year looks uh, like it will be a great year for recruiters generally. Um, and hopefully you know, we won't have any more shocks and, and that will be the case. So I think from my perspective, it's about really, you know, properly bedding in the people that we've brought on board and making them feel more part of the team when we go back to the office, um, growing out the offices that we've got and adding more people, but being selective and making sure they fit the strategy. And we're certainly not going to be someone that just, just hires to put bums on seats. Um, you know, we need to plan, you know, what we're trying to do and we'll take our time. Have you, I mean, we've seen a bit more demand for contract recruiters generally. Um, is that something you've seen, you're seeing in legal that maybe contract is, is growing faster than PERM or, what, yeah, anything? Yeah, no. Um, the whole contracting side of things um, is really interesting in the legal market because it ties in quite a bit to the rise of virtual law firms. So what we're seeing is, you know, traditional law firms are carrying on and changing in some ways but we're seeing the rise of lots of different models of law firms <laughs> a lot of digital platforms and for those platforms they want to take on consultants or they want to take on uh, lawyers that will work on a contract basis or part-time etc so there's there's a lot more opportunities and platforms for lawyers to look at also lawyers can work you know a lot more from home and be a lot more flexible so this is this is leading to more demand for legal recruiters to um, work in the contract and interim market and place people under different models. So for us, I mean, we've been we've got uh, Jameson Contract Solutions in, in the UK and we also place contractors internationally. Um, it, it took a while to take off. To be fair, um, we probably got into the market about three years ago, and um, you know there are some established players in the market. Um, and it's been a little bit difficult to get into uh, 
that space. But then what we've seen, particularly towards the end of last year and this year, is there's been a huge uh, increase in demand. And we've, we are now extremely busy on the contracting side. And we're facing multiple contractors with multiple clients. And we really want to build up our teams to do that. Um, so, yeah, that's an exciting growth area for us. And I think that that will continue to be the case. I think it will only increase the volume of these digital law firms and uh, desire to hire contractors um, to, to their platforms. That's, that's really interesting. I think that is going to be a good going forward for 2021. Great. Um, anything else? Um, I can't hear you very well. In terms of um, hiring just sort of changes you're making at on the back of COVID or um yeah exciting yeah well I think I think what we're seeing for recruitment businesses is um much more flexibility in how they bring people onto their platforms could be wherever you know it kind of opens up a global market for recruiters and definitely a UK market for recruiters. So whereas before you might have expected everyone to be in an office in a city or in various um, offices in, in cities around the UK, now I think a lot of recruitment businesses are open to bringing on board consultants and, and letting them work from home or letting them work much more flexibly. So the market's changed. From our perspective, I think that's, that's a positive because we can now bring recruiters in from a you know my more diverse uh, range of places, whereas we probably would have wanted them to be, be based in London or in our other offices. Um, so I think that flexibility is definitely here to, to, to stay and that will affect the market for recruiters. I think technology is also having a, a big effect on the recruitment market itself. Um, obviously, clients want to save money, so they're looking at any forms of technology to allow them to do that. And I think um, to survive and thrive going forward, you know, you have to be very good at what you do, you have to be a specialist, you have to offer added value and, um, you know, and there's also more of a focus on the senior end, I would say, or um, areas such as contracting where you need fast pace. So I think the markets are moving and will continue to move quite quickly. We're trying to stay on top of that, you know, with, with good technology, we're using video technology like Audro, for example, is a new thing for us. Yeah, and, um, uh, so I think uh, you know you have to stay on top of technology and, and also we're looking at also doing added value to our clients so not just being recruiters but being more consultative so in our business we've looked at expanding into um, into some other areas like legal technology and also um, in some ways assisting um, clients in terms of funding venture capital and things like that so these are quite exciting areas for us which we hope will distinguish us from our competitors yeah, absolutely. I was like, 2020, it was all about, you know, the people that did, you know, the transaction, you know, added value, you know, we're partners with you, we want to help you in any other way. Um, they're the ones that sort of came a lot better than, um, than some. So, it's going forward. Well, thank you. That's really, really interesting. Appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing. You know, the future of Jameson Bibley.
Thanks very much, Lisa, and, and, and generally really appreciate your support and looking forward to with you going forward. So yeah, absolutely. Thanks.